If you can, put yourself in the hooves of a cattle beast. In fact, uh, put yourself in the hooves of two types of cattle beast. The first type is the kind we're all generally familiar with, the one we see in paddocks up and down the country, the one that gets to eat as much grass as it wants day in, day out. Uh, the one that certainly gets rained on and snowed on in certain parts of the country anyway, uh, but is also the one who gets to bask in the sun, the one who gets fresh air through those big nostrils and is only held back by a fence or two. It's not always a long gig being this particular cattle beast because, as we know, cattle are on farms generally on a one-way trip to the supermarket or the butcher's shop or given at summertime a one-way trip to your barbecue. But I think we can all agree, meat lover, vegetarian or whatever, that if you had to be a cattle beast, if someone said you've got to be a cattle beast, if you had to be a cattle beast, that's how you'd want to spend your days. It's also how we as a country have uh, liked or wanted the rest of the world to think of us when it comes to agriculture. Grass, lucerne, sunshine, fresh air, 100% New Zealand pure, all the cliches. So that's the first type of cattle beast that I want you to imagine being. Not a bad life, eh? If you had to be a cattle beast. The second type that I want you to put yourself in the hooves of is the cattle beast destined to live out its days and its nights in a massive shed with hundreds of other animals. All year round you eat and drink and sleep, you do all the things that cattle do, except you're not out in a paddock in the sunshine and the rain and the fresh air, you're stuck under a roof, never actually seeing the light of day. It's a type of setup that you'll never see on an Air New Zealand advert for a 100% pure country. But it is the type of setup that one farm company wants to build on Banks Peninsula. Now, the company's called Wangan Hills, and it's got big plans for a site near Lake Ellesmere, uh, which has a lot of the locals in the area upset because they can't imagine how something like this couldn't be anything but bad for the environment. Now, incredibly, you, you'll remember this incredibly. Last year, the Christchurch City Council gave consent for these massive sheds to be built. But the outfit wanting to build them and house a couple of thousand cattle inside 24-7 also needs resource consent from Environment Canterbury. And so ECAN has decided that in light of the public interest, it's going to notify the application and let people have their say, which has delighted the group set up to oppose it, uh, which is hardly surprising. Uh, I see its spokesperson is saying in the news today that it's a good thing that it's being publicly notified because ECAN needs to consider more than just its own intel and modelling to determine whether this thing should get resource consent. And the community group known as the Little River Eco Collective says it's vital that ECAN hears what the locals have to say and hears what other scientists and experts have to say, which is the technical end of things, you know, the hows and whys of what what impact such a massive development could have on the local environment, with Lake Ellesmere being a particular concern. Just an aside, by the way, ECAN has put in a truckload of work over the years working with Iwi to try and restore Lake Ellesmere because it's been in such an appalling condition. And that's what the locals opposed to this development are saying, that sticking these sheds or feed lots, as they're known, sticking them just over three kilometres from Lake Ellesmere wouldn't do the lake any favours, to say the least. Which is the technical side of things that all sides will get their experts fighting over when ECAN does publicly notify the consent application. That's expected to happen very soon, if not in the next day or so. That's the technical side of it. More generally, 
I'm keen to find out how this type of farming sits with you. For me, I think it would be appalling. Hundreds and hundreds of cattle beasts stuck in massive sheds day and night all year round. Now, as you know full well, if you go to the supermarket today, chances are you might find a struggle uh, any eggs. That's because battery farms aren't allowed anymore, are they? No more battery hens. So what's the difference between hens cooped up in a battery farm and cattle cooped up in a complex nearly the size of the Tapai Convention Centre in Christchurch? That's how big this thing will be if it gets to go ahead. And without doubt, it would be a monstrosity to look at. And I have no doubt that it would have at least some negative impacts on the local environment. And it would definitely, definitely, completely fly in the face of what farming in New Zealand is all about and what farmers in New Zealand have told us they're all about. You might have picked up that as far as I'm concerned, this thing cannot be allowed to be built. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.